Welcome to the Viper's Pit. I am Derek, joined by Jason. Jason, how's it going, bud? It's going well. Another beautiful night. Nice. Awesome. I love beautiful nights. Joel, how is your night going? Is it beautiful there? It is beautiful. Nice. All Nothing right. to complain about on my end. Awesome. And you know what? Nobody asked, and I don't care. It's beautiful here, too. A lovely day in Arizona. Yeah. It is. How is the Arizona weather? Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. Um, it's actually really good today. It's one of those days where it's so nice, it's almost depressing because it's reminding you about how nasty it's going to get. So that's how beautiful of a day it was today. It was like, oh, I wish it could be like this, but it's not going to be like this. Two weeks from now, I'm going to be whining to you guys nonstop about the heat. So uh, you have been warned. <laughs> so... You know, we talk a lot. We have a hard time making podcasts because we end up getting ready to shoot the podcast, and then we end up just talking about G.I. Joe randomly. And we were talking last week about sub-teams. And if we had a chance to make our own sub-team, who would, who would we use, and, and how would we decide to make them, and what would go into that? And um, I'm actually pretty excited about this. I'm excited to see who you guys picked and everything. I know the second I said that, Joel was already sending me pictures of his team, uh, and matching gear and everything. I don't know how he does this. I think he somehow bends time or something, but he's just immediately got to work on this. So um, I, uh, anybody listening right now, you know I, I love Night Force. I'm a big Night Force guy. Um, I know sub-teams are pretty popular. Um, so if, if you're listening, hit us up. Let us know maybe a sub-team you guys would have created, um, what you'd call them, who you would pick. We would love to see those, and we'll you know retweet those and share those with other people too. Um, but obviously, since he showed 100 out of 100 enthusiasm on this, Joel, why don't you start us off? Tell us a little bit how your process worked, too. Um, uh, who you picked, why did you pick them, and, and how did you do it so fast? All right. Well, I guess uh, as soon as you said it, I have, uh, I've always kind of wanted like a, a full-fledged jungle crew. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, We've been fortunate enough in the modern line to have a few that kind of already came in like a, almost like a make-believe jungle subset. And uh, I think, I think I just had, I had a, I had my stalker figure just out on my desk and it just kind of all clicked as soon as we set sub-teams. I was just like, well, I'm clearly just going to build, I guess, a, a jungle crew based on stalker. So I kind of spent, I, pr- I pretty much had... I think we decided on doing eight figures and two vehicles. And I had uh, pretty much six of my figures picked out uh, immediately without really having to think. Mm-hmm. And uh, soccer, obviously. And then I brought in Rakondo, Outback, Tunnel Rat, Spirit, Clutch, Crosshair, and Rock and Roll. I, uh, I tried to think about the figures in the modern line that kind of all had colorways that kind of would lend lend themselves together or if it was just like a simple simple swap of parts that i could could just kind of put a team together automatically right so and they're all obviously characters i love uh crosshair was a little bit of the outlier for me i was gonna do low light but i thought you know maybe i should try to throw some love to a guy that doesn't necessarily get as much love as some other guys and not just play favorites so, Poor Lowlight, man. Uh, he gets overlooked for Night Force, and now he gets overlooked again for uh, for your sub team. That guy can't win. Hey, but he was in Slaughter's Marauders. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He was. So, I mean, he got one, two, three different decos in the modern line, 
and he was a dino hunter, so he kind of he kind of had a decent run. <laughs> so he's in two sub teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> He kind of invented the night force, but then he got left off. Yeah. But shout out to little Wookie who went ahead and made the night dragons, um, led by by low light. If you're on Twitter, check out little Wookie's uh, uh, night dragon stuff. It's it's great. Um, I kind of instantly went with the uh, the POC slash thirtieth vamp for my for one of my vehicles. It was just kind of a no brainer. Yep. Can haul five guys comfortably if you want to get wild you can stick another four guys on the pegs i tend to not do that just because it would be a very uncomfortable ride uh i kind of struggled with my second vehicle all week and i kind of just landed on it today and i think i would do a uh, a redecoed uh raider which is a little bit out of character for me because it's obviously uh from the vintage line mm-hmm but I actually stumbled across a YouTube review a couple of weeks ago that made me really want to get a Raider. Oh, yeah? But, but obviously it would uh, need to be redecoed into a jungle green instead of the tan that it came in originally. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, uh, I kind of had a lot of fun. Kind of, I did a couple kit bashes for the different, uh, the different figures that needed a little bit of kit bashing. Right. And uh, I actually just got in a Tiger Force Recondo, mm-hmm. so it replaced my previous Kit Bash Recondo for my my jungle team, which I I named the Bush Brigade, aka the Bush. <laughs> <laughs> so I I, uh, I kept that one a little bit on the nose, you know. Yeah. Tiger Force is pretty obvious. Star Brigade is pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Tiger Force is kind of a mystery. What's really going on there? But uh, I do like it. But uh, that's yeah. I don't know. I guess maybe I already had this team kind of floating around in my head, anyways. That just kind of lent itself to uh, to the topic we picked for tonight. It sure came up pretty quick. Now, <laughs> again, somebody listening, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that there is a group within NATO that does uh, deco their planes in tiger paint, tiger scheme. Like print color scheme, I don't know if that was the motivation for GI Joe Tiger Force, but there is a um, a collaboration between international countries where um, they have some sort of tiger theme going on some of their uh, some of their vehicles. So I'll try and research that a little bit if anybody wants to hit me up with info they have about it. But yeah, I, I don't know if Tiger Force was as random as it seems. They just you know what some in the boardroom and uh, Bazigians like. Let's throw some tiger print on this stuff. Like, I don't know who came up with that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I should probably check that out. What was the hardest part of, of making uh, this team? The hardest part for me was, was, was choosing the second vehicle because I was trying to keep uh, I was trying to keep everything within the G.I. Joe line, obviously. Like, I didn't want to use, like, a different brand of a toy. I was trying to keep it traditional to how it would have been. Mm-hmm. If it would have been really you know, on the pegs either today or 20 years ago. Right, right. Um, that was probably the hardest part because I I was, like, just looking around my room, looking around my room and trying to figure out stuff that wasn't too... So VAMP was pretty obvious, but I didn't care because it's the perfect vehicle for, <laughs> for what I was doing. So I kind of was like, well, I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to avoid the most practical vehicle just 
to avoid the most practical vehicle. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it was actually, <laughs> it was easier for me to figure out my Cobra vehicles, but we'll, we'll save that for another time. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, the, the POC vamp, is that the four-door vamp? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the four-door vamp that came with uh, a spring-loaded missile launcher, uh, a big, giant uh, minigun that mounted in the back. Um, I think it's the POC version that is the, the, the green. Yeah, I think the 30th was the... T- yeah, 30th, 30th was the 10, I believe, that came with okay. the Steel Brigade Delta, I think. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the, the vamp, it's the, it's the big vamp. Nice. That can, it can hold, like I said, it can hold five comfortably. Technically, I guess it could hold... I guess nine figures. I think that's kind of pushing it, but sure. Now, if you were a kid, you could hold twenty. You can carry them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So nice. And this, their their specialty would be jungle warfare, right? Yeah, it'd be jungle operations. Basically, I have them all decoed out in in green or variants of tan and green. So, all right. which again, most of the figures kind of already already came that way. I did have to kind of do. I did a total kit bash of, uh, for my spirit. I put the 30th head on the either the 30th or the POC Jungle Duke, whichever figure that was. I just did a just a one for one head slap. Um, you didn't like the uh, POC spirit already in in uh, jungle colors? It, it's just the arms that are. Oh, you didn't like them? Because I wanted. I, I will. I'm gonna put a picture together. Um, this weekend outside, some nice greenery with the whole with the whole gang posed up in front of the well, everything but the raider. Right. That I don't have to, but uh, and I wanted it to just and I, I I was trying to think of ways again like within the theme of being uh, a subset that would have just been a bunch of repaints and kind of kit bashes anyway. So I was mm-hmm. trying to you know I did like a head swap on my stalker. I did the tunnel rat is also a kit bash. Uh, I put the uh, Renegades Tunnel Rat head on the STCC exclusive Flint body, right? Which is like the traditional Flint color body, and then my Outback is also a kit bash, which is the 50th head on the 50th shipwreck body with the 25th anniversary gear. Um, and then clutch, I actually. I took the clutch head off the 30th anniversary figure and put it on the Steel Brigade Delta body. Okay, that works. And then, and I put the 25th style stalker head on the Pursuit of Cobra stalker body, and then I just used the club's rock and roll version too. And that pretty much fills up the team, I think. No, oh, that's a good team. Who's the Bush commander? Ah, uh, stalker. Stalker. Always stalker. He's got it. He's got it. He's just like he's just too cool. Yeah. No, that's. And also, I mean, he he ran a team in the jungle to begin with. <laughs> yeah. So, so he, uh, yeah, he's definitely that was like like I said that was the first figure that came to mind when we said this. I was like, well, it's gonna be Tucker in the jungle. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna piece together a nice outdoor photo this weekend, weather permitting, and uh, either get that on the Instagram or the Twitter. Or both. Good call. No, it sounds like a pretty good team. Yeah, so Derek, what did you uh, what did you come up with? So, um, 
I, I struggled a lot because I caught myself fanboying too much and just trying to just revisit the same characters that I always like and try to squeeze in things, right? So I'm trying to put Falcon, Duke, Wetsuit into stuff. And um, finally, it was, you know, we were talking in a group text, and I think Jason was just like, you know, make the best team you can. Um, you know, put aside the, the fanboy stuff. You can make a fanboy team another time after he sent me his team of eight roadblocks. Um <laughs> So I, I, I assume that he probably knew where I was coming from based on that. Um, so I did. I made a rule, no Flint. I'm sorry, no Falcon, no Duke, no Wetsuit. Um, and I made my team a desert team, obviously. Um, I'm, I'm out in the desert, so it would be pretty easy to take shots of it if I choose to go that way. Um, so my team uh, was commanded by Flint. And um, I was thinking Flint, you know, uh, version 3, I believe. Is that his, that's his desert? Or is that, no, it's probably 4, right? Version 4 is the desert garb where he's got the orange, black, and tan on. Because I think 3 was the eco, uh, eco warrior, and 2 was his tiger force. Right, the 1994 Flint is the tan. Yes. And so, he has the weird... Uh, yeah, weird mask on there. So, hat, yeah. he, he was going to be the commander um, for the desert dogs. That's the team I came up with. Nice. So, does that mean that you... Did you build yours in vintage or in modern? Um... A little, it's, a little A, a little B. Yes, it's a mixture of both. Um, I'm converting most of my collection now, aside from Pursuit of Cobra and a couple lines to Vintage. Um, that's another topic for another time. But So that, that Flint is the uh, commander of the group. Um, Dusty, obviously, is, is in there. Um, and he would be in his 91 look attire. Um, Night Fox, who is a modern character... Uh, Navy SEAL, but he did most of this, his figures, well, you don't believe he only has two. Um, they're all <clears throat> desert attire in the modern line. Um, Spirit, and um, I chose Spirit, obviously he has desert experience. Uh, the 50th anniversary has a, a desert attired Spirit, um, so I figured I would go with him. Um, Spearhead, thinking uh, version one, again he's got the kind of orange and and tan coloring. I know a lot of people hate on that orange. It doesn't really bother me. Um, but I, I would like somebody like him because I assume if they're in the desert now, they're either, you know, somewhere fighting terrorism or, you know, possibly in just some areas of the planet where they have to be to make sure Cobra is not up to any uh, shenanigans. Um, <clears throat> I needed a heavy machine gunner. And um, I was thinking roadblock, but I knew Jason was probably going to be eyeing roadblock. Um, uh, rock and Rolls, the surfer. I don't know that he would fit in too well with my uh, desert group. So Repeater to me st stuck out as the obvious choice. Version one is who I picture in this group. Um, uh, now the desert is kind of an unforgiving place. It's tough to get in and out of. So I obviously need somebody who can uh, get into rough situations and get out and, and maybe you know a big vehicle to do it. So lift ticket and the tomahawk. Um, is uh, um, one of my vehicles. I figured lift ticket would be a great choice for that. And then the Tomahawk looks great in the desert. So that was that was something that uh, <clears throat> I, I liked. And then finally I picked Airborne as my uh, as my eight because uh, he can serve a number of purposes. Again, he, he grew up in the desert, so he has the famili familiarity. Um, he can man the weapon system in the Tomahawk if need be. He can also jump out of the plane if he has to, or jump out of the helicopter, even though typically it's not the best 
thing to jump out of if you need to. At least not upwards anyway. But he, he can dive out if he, if he has to. Um, so that was the, the group that I had envisioned. The second vehicle was the Hammer, um, which uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that one, Joel. I know you are, Jason. Right? I'm going to Google it right now. Yeah, the G.I. Joe Hammer, which you're, you're basically it was the modern vamp before the modern vamp was called a modern oh, vamp. okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a Humvee. Yeah, it's, it's a Humvee, and that's ideal for, for desert warfare. It, it seats like 40. Um, that's a giant vehicle. To me, it's one of the most underrated vehicles out there. Um, I loved that thing as a kid. So that was going to be the uh, uh, the second vehicle. And Night Fox, who is always associated with the uh, Awe Striker in the modern line, um, as the driver. So I'm going to have him as the driver of, of the Hammer. Um, that was a team. Again, the hardest part was not putting my favorites in there, but I was trying to pick a, a team that would have specialists, people who could do tracking, um, people who would be able to lead like a three-man rush through a door, you know, to try and, and, and get places. Um, a pilot, a weapons person, and, you know, a heavy machine gunner. And then obviously Flint um, to captain the team. I just felt like that was probably an obvious choice for that. So that's who I came up with for my... Uh, my Desert Dogs, my um, G.I. Joe Desert sub-team. I'm still kind of shocked that they never did a, a full-on Desert sub-team, sub especially because during the Gulf War, G.I. Joe was still cranking these things out, and I would have thought that they would have... Maybe it was too on the nose, I don't know. But um, I, I feel like that was probably a missed opportunity at that time. But that's who I came up with. Um, Jason, I'm really kind of curious to see who you uh, rounded out for your team. What did, what did you come up with? Well, so... From the jump, uh, I think you misunderstood my text. I wasn't oh. telling you to put aside your favorites. I, oh. I actually meant build the team with all of your favorites, oh. <laughs> then set that aside, like get it out of your system. <laughs> okay. Um, because like I have like a five-man squad that's like my go-to squad, so I knew I didn't want to use that squad. And it's some of my favorites, and... So I, that was the first thing I wrote down, and I got it out of my system. I'm like, all right, I already know this one. Easy, easy peasy, good to go. Right. And then the second thing I tried to do was create a Cobra squad, but I continued to run up against the wall of all of the named Cobras are Cobra leadership. And right. so I'm basically just Cobra Commander Destro Baroness and the Twins, and then, you know, or the Twins and Six Crimson Guard. Right. Uh, so I set that aside as well. I mean, I, I wrote all that out. I got it out of my system. And when I, when I started getting down to what I kind of wanted uh, that wasn't all of my favorites, I still ended up with several of my favorites, mm -hmm. but I tried to take a different view of it. And so my thought here was the Mobile Experimental Solutions Team. Okay. And so the Mobile Experimental Solutions Team would be Flash and Grand Slam as the two users, or the two main users. Mm -hmm. But nobody on the team is really a father. Everybody on the team like can handle business. Right. But those are the two like those are the two that are the main you know users of the experimental gear. Nice. And so then you have Airtight, who has, you know, he has all the chemical experience. He has, you know, he's all on that side of the science. Then you have Mainframe, 
computers, he's on that side of things. Hardtop and Covergirl are both engineers and drivers. Mm -hmm. So, airtight mainframe, hardtop, Covergirl are the main, are the core of the builder mm -hmm. team. But, you know, as we already know, mainframe was both in the Army and in the Marines. He yes. can clearly handle himself. Airtight's no slouch. You know, I've never, I don't know if I've, if I've ever seen hardtop in combat because he's always just driving the Defiant. But Covergirl, we have seen in combat, and she's, you know, great in hand-to-hand -hand as a vehicle combatant and, you know, under the hood of vehicles. Yeah. So then, the, so the 6th and 7th slot, or the 7th the and 8th slot, rather, I went a different route. So Wild Bill as transport mm -hmm. for air transport and then Chuckles as Procurement. Okay. So we have Chuckles as Procurement. Wild Bill is, he can fly the team in and out. Yeah. Hardtop and Covergirl can drive land. And since I wanted this to be a mobile solutions team, I went with the MCC. Nice. So the MCC is large enough that it has the capacity for a science workshop. Yeah. This is a builder squad. They can yeah. make shit on the go. And then, because I didn't want Steamroller, I'm um, surprised. <laughs> uh, you know, Hardtop is already, I mean, he drives the Defiant, he can drive the MCC. Covergirl is also a combatant driver, so mm -hmm. you have co-pilot there. I don't have the MCC yet. I know that I'm getting one, but it won't be until Joe Fest. Okay. So... At this moment, I would probably put them in the Rolling Thunder because that's another large vehicle that I have. And it has a little computer station and whatever behind the, the, the driver cockpit. Right. But um, the MCC is what I envision this as, as the team maker vehicle. And then because I wanted Wild Bill as air support, I didn't know if I should go with... I, I want to go with the Tomahawk because it can hold the whole team, right? Right. Mm -hmm. All eight people can fit into the Tomahawk. Uh, but because I wanted something more outside the box, I was thinking it would probably be better to use the Retaliator, but it's also a vehicle I don't have. It's a helicopter with two seats, not the Dragonfly. Right. Uh, the Dragonfly just seemed a little too uh, obvious. <laughs> so I don't know if it'd be the Tomahawk or the Retaliator or the Retaliator. The Retaliator was really just a you know, it's a helicopter that's not used a lot. Right. Was but the Tomahawk fits all eight, so of course and it's legitimately one of my favorite vehicles. But that is the that's the team and I think it would be a lot of fun and especially when you look at both Grand Slam and Flash, right from eighty two, eighty three, you know, uh, Flash had the experimental laser rifle one, right? Snowjobs mm -hmm. was experimental laser rifle two, and then Grand Slam went from you know the the how the the heavy artillery laser to the jump. So he was always an experimental uh, weapons guy as well. Mm -hmm. So between the two of them, I thought that that would be a great. That would be the great team for mm. getting in there, using the equipment, being the main users of the equipment, and just getting down to business with whatever the team can 
Christian Cox. But That's I also a... like that nobody on the team is really nobody on the team is a non-combatant. Nobody right. on the team, maybe hardtop, but nobody on the team is uh, toothless. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. That's a good team, and I I like that you. Even though I did do this, you went and you you got completely functional choices in characters, right? Um, you didn't really pick on reputation as far as you know, popularity and whatnot. You you went in and you you dug up your core of engineers and and like a very specific function for them. So that's a pretty good team and some thinking outside the box. And I don't take too much offense to me picking the tomahawk as being an inside the box choice, but. Well, no, I'm just teasing. It's an inside-the-box choice, but it's the one I want. Right, so, yeah. You know, and, and part of why I want it is because it fits all eight. So yeah. being a mobile team, all eight are there, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, although legitimately Chuckles shouldn't really be part of the running around team since he's procurement, and Chuckles is the one person from my normal five-man crew that I always build, mm-hmm. he's the one person that made it into both teams. Right. And really, when it got down to it, it was like, who else is a good engineer or a good scientist or a good computer or whatever, right? And I was like, oh, maybe I should use dial tone or breaker for communications. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? If these guys are experimental and they've got to get shit on the go, Chuckles is, Chuckles is an inside man. Yeah. So... Screw it. Make him procurement. Um, yeah, I I almost used Chuckles myself um, because they did make a desert Chuckles in in the modern line. Um, yeah. But I, I I passed on him because I even though they made him in the desert garb, I don't see him as a desert guy. I see him more as the guy who's in an airport taking out somebody quietly without anybody even noticing it. You know what I mean? 100% agree and I and I and that's why I love Chuckles yeah I'm a huge Chuckles fan uh, although I do going back to your own team um, not to count not to say you were wrong about choosing repeater mm-hmm. but when you said that you didn't choose rock and roll because right. he's a surfer yeah my first thought was yeah but how many surfers are also Baja guys ah well it could be yeah could be yeah. I didn't think that deeply into it uh, just to me I pictured him as like the California bro um, and no, then I only, yeah. I only thought about it because you were the one that mentioned it. If no, I know. I with pencil and paper, I probably would have, I yeah. wouldn't have thought about it. But I was only triggered by because you had the concept. Yeah, I'm very I triggering. Had to, I had the easy job of like adding. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> yeah, well that and oh, then yeah. <clears throat> the gear, you know, repeaters out his color scheme version one. Oh yeah, no, I'm a huge repeater fan. I love repeater. And if you're in the desert, like if you're going over sand dunes, having that stabilizer, I'm sure would be a huge boon mm-hmm. to accuracy. Yeah. So. I actually was going to choose the, the tomahawk as well. Yeah. And I was like, I, I knew I, I knew I was being ambitious. I was like, well, maybe if I get crazy, I can I can open up one of my eagle hawks and repaint it. How many <laughs> do you have? Uh, four. Jeez, and you know what? You probably bought them when they were at retail, right? No, I got them. I got them after retail, but I got really lucky because there's a there's an awesome shop in the Boston area called uh, Kamikaze. Yeah. And they had three on the shelves for twenty five a piece, and uh, I had called them because I knew I was going to be there. Yeah. And I took a bunch of I took like four packs of 
the Steel Brigade, Iron Gun, and Deer 50th, the, um, the 25th three-pack that had Starduster, and the Wild Bill Scrap Iron two-pack, and I just traded them, like, just even. Nice. So, jumping back to the teams, um, Joel, yes. did you make a Cobra team? Yes, oh, and what I, was, I brought up the Tomahawk because I decided, a little bit of a spoiler alert here, that I was going to repurpose the, the Tomahawk for my Cobra crew. <laughs> um, I, so I have, I, have six, I have six of my Cobras picked, so I'm, it's not 100% done yet, but I do have a name, uh, and I do have one, one of the, I have actually both of the vehicles. No, actually I have all eight. I'm sorry. Um, yes. All right. So the leader of the group is a jungle theme. It's, it's jungle theme. So it's the, it's the, the yang to the yang of the Joe jungle squad. Uh, primeval platoon was the, uh, the name I came up with. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have firefly and jungle, jungle op, shadow tracker, copperhead, uh, Skullbuster as my Range Viper Commander. Uh, then I have a Range Viper Officer slash Heavy Gunner. Mm-hmm. A Range Viper Sniper. And uh, all three of those have different color helmets. And then I have a standard Kitbash Range Viper, which also has a different color helmet. So they're technically... Skullbuster is a character... Uh, I kind of did like the you know the Cobra Officer Cobra Trooper trick where I just switched a little bit, uh, and then I did a Kitbash Cobra Trooper, which is let's see one two three four five six seven that's eight that's the eight man crew, where I took the uh, the Dollar General black garbed uh, Cobra Trooper head and helmet and put it on a retaliation. Night Viper body, but with also with the the web gear from the Cobra Trooper as well. So mm-hmm. it's basically just modern Cobra Trooper gear on a green and black body. But I like that you you took Skullbuster. You know, like we were talking about struggling with just choosing like uh, Tomax and Zamot and six uh, Crimson Guard. Yeah. But you actually took that crew and said, all right, you're the gunner, you're the this, you're the that, and sort of built the crew around their function instead of just, say, eight vipers. Yeah, that was yeah. that was like the, the fun I had in it because I immediately thought, because I had actually been working on like a little range viper crew because I wasn't happy with any of the ones that we got. So, <laughs> again, that just kind of fell into my lap because I was like, oh, well, I have these guys. <laughs> Now I got them all figured out. Uh, and then the vehicles would be uh, a repurposed Tomahawk and then a water moccasin. Nice. So then, so then, did you do a cover crew at all, Derek? I, I have three, um, but I, I don't, you're, it's just, it is the same problem, right? Like I was thinking, okay, well, who would be the desert equivalent to like a Cobra, um, you know, a Cobra group to them? And unfortunately, I think of the Dreadnoughts a lot. You know, they they have a lot of people from Australia. Um, some of the guys look like they're, you know, Mad Max Desert Thunderdome style. Like, that's kind of how they were. Um, so I started developing a night team. Um, and the night team had Munitia, Firefly, and Blackout. 
you know, who are already their own kind of trio. Um, and then filled out, you know, aside from those three, just filled out with Night Viper and Shadow Guard um, to fill out the uh, the rest of the eight. So, but I don't. It's tough for me to consider that a team because it is just Night Vipers and Shadow Guard. You know, it's not it's not a full set. It's just generic characters. Well, and go the Joel route and start kidding them out for a function. I think that's mm-hmm. that's a really smart way to do it. Yeah. Uh, had I considered that, then I would have given you eight Vipers with specialized gear. Right. Uh, but I didn't think about doing that. So now I'm hat in hand going, I don't have a cover team. <laughs> All right, well, so let, let, let's, for fun then, real quick here, um, let's make one right on the spot. Right? You want to do that? Are you guys able to do that? Yeah. Right, Joel will, Joel's going to have these things built by the time we're done talking about it. So... Um, so what do you think? You guys, do you think we can build a, a, a desert team right here on the spot? You guys want to try that? Yeah, I mean, there's the... Uh, so Major Blood's got to be the commander of the desert team. Who is that? Major Blood. Oh, absolutely. Like, So they released an Extreme Conditions in 2008, Extreme Conditions pack, 7-pack, and Major Blood, it was a desert theme. Major okay. Blood was the commander of that, and then they had these specialized Vipers in each of the other roles. Um but aside from him, you think of the Desert Scorpions, which are a, yep. <clears throat> a group, but they're not a specific one. Um, is anybody aware? Was there a commander of the Desert Scorpion unit? I'm there, not aware of one. There wasn't one. But I would say, I would put, if you're going to have Major Blood, since he was a mercenary and not technically a Cobra, I would put somebody like Scrap Iron as his counterbalance because he's got heavy weapons. Is that what you well, would take up right? your, your missile side of things. Right. Then. And then your Desert Scorpions. If you did Desert Scorpions, I wouldn't do more than, like, say, two. Yeah. you still want room for Vipers to have specialized gear, right? Well, and that's why I was thinking Rock Vipers, right? The Rock Vipers would fit into the Desert thing. And then, I mean, Scrap Iron's technically, he's not Cobra either, right? He's part of Destro's. Yeah, he's Cobra. I yeah, thought he was part of Destro's group. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that's Metalhead. No, I know that, but I thought Scrap Iron originally was not part of Cobra. He was Destro's builder before, you know. Oh, my bad. So, uh, if I don't know if that was a retcon or if I just don't remember the card well. I'll have to go pull the card and read it. Because, the, yeah, the cartoon didn't have, it had Scrap Iron as being Cobra. But from what I was reading about Scrap Iron, and maybe I, I read it wrong. but And he's got the big Cobra symbol on his helmet. So Yeah, but... I've got a... I've got his file card information right here. Okay. There you go. All right. It is believed that Scrap Iron is a product designer for Destro's Armament Company. Um, so, it is believed that he is uh, he was the product designer for Destro. Okay. So, but the other thing was, I know you mentioned he's got the Cobra symbol, but how many Dreadnoughts had Cobra tattoos? Sure. You know. Um, sure so, as far as the Desert team, if... and. I, there's no way to do this, in my opinion, without using the mercenaries, right? Grabbing the mercenaries and just piling them together. <laughs> what do you guys think about adding um, somebody like Zartan to a desert squad? I'm always on board for Zartan and any... <laughs> it doesn't matter what team you put it together, throw them in there. Depends. Like, if it's, a, if it's the cartoon Zartan, sort of a poor idea since he turns blue in sunlight. Right. Well, right. No, that's true, but... In the pursuit of Cobra, 
Well, yeah, in the Pursuit of Cobra line, they have a specialized Destro Desert, I'm sorry, Zartan Desert figure, you know, and it looks awesome. Um, I don't know that I've seen that one. Oh, we'll have to, Joel's I'm sure has it within six feet of where he is right now. One moment. Modern guys, the damn modern guys always having these specialized things. Well, and this is why I'm only now collecting Pursuit of Cobra. Yeah, see, there you go. Oh, Okay. He kind of, he kind of was almost like he had like he comes with a. He's sort of raptor, but not. Yeah, I was gonna say he kind, yeah, he's like there's like a like a wink to raptor, but the rest is our fan. Yeah, speaking of raptor, how does he fit in with this desert team? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, give him the yeah. jetpack, give him the jetpack wings from the the FSS. So we got major uh, blood. You got scrap iron. Zartan, Raptor. What do you guys think about Kangor? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's from Australia, right? They got a lot of desert in, in Australia. Or am I reaching right. too far on that one? Let's 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 save him for a last. Let's we'll save Kangor for later. Yeah. Um... With Raptor, they always just tie ropes around his uh, his belt, and he runs and jumps off Dune, and they they float him like a kite with his yeah. wings out. He's their you gotta have him in there to do the. Uh, he's got. They gotta have him in there for the accounting purposes. Yes. 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 So Major Blood needs Raptor to keep track. Yeah. Of the Major Blood, he's like, we'll mount an assault at tomorrow at midnight. And Raptor's like, hang on there, we've only got seventy five hundred dollars. Okay, we can't do this. But that's why they always lose, because Raptor's the one like, listen, we don't have the budget for yeah. shooting bullets, so you can't shoot at the Joes. <laughs> it costs way too much money to run those high-powered mechanical scorpions. We're going to have to cut those back. Raptor's the guy who gets the cheap coffee in the morning to save money, right? When they're waking up and Zartan's trying to pour his cup of coffee in the morning, and he's like, what is this crap? And Raptor's like, we switched to a great value brand. He spent too much budget on your decorative eye patch. Yes. <laughs> the studded, which, what was that? The Python Patrol version with the studded, the studded. Was uh, it? iPad. I think. Yeah. I think it was one of the. It was one of like the two thousand versions. I think. <laughs> oh man. So we've got the we got this group here. I mean, what do you think? Do you think there's other characters that could fill actually serve a purpose in there, or do we need to start looking at? Because um, to me, I, you can backfill it with with um, dreadnoughts or desert scorpions or rock vipers or even if you want to go modern, the desert viper. Um, I just I don't know how many more characters there are. I mean, there's a there's a desert version of Storm Shadow on the Cobra side in the modern line. If um, <clears throat> if you wanted to go that route, but I think that is the problem with building a Cobra sub team is that it's there's just not a lot of of middle management you know that's very true so um you know what i'm putting kangor in here and raptor yeah it's <laughs> gonna be one of the most laughed at sub teams ever <laughs> perfect but, now their big their big trap for gi joe is they opened up a desert themed fun fair yes <laughs> yes they did with a military discount entrance and that was and that was raptor's idea to try and raise money for better coffee probably <laughs> Yeah, so it works as a double because the Joes pay the action fee to get in. Yes. 
they get the money and then they launch the assault. Right. That's that's great. I like that. You know, and they probably have one of those things. If you want to ride here, you have to leave your weapons there. Yeah. Right. And so they leave their weapons, go into the ride, and then Cobra mounts the assault, and it's all over. Man, <clears throat> Cobra's smart. <laughs> well, they'll have they'll have one major <laughs> overstep that'll <laughs> ruin the whole carnival. Oh, probably, right? Like they didn't order enough cotton candy. Right, <laughs> like like Spirit or Freedom will fly over and see like a bunch of his tanks on the other side or something, and come back and whisper in Spirit's ear that there's his tanks. Probably Honestly, something like probably that. just be a union strike because Raptor is in charge. And yeah, he's cutting the. He's, he's trying to bottom dollar the union workers. Yeah. <laughs> he's I can see everything, everything back. I can see that. Oh, man. Cobra's sub-team would just defeat itself, basically. And we haven't even gotten to Kangor yet. <laughs> he'd be that. He, he'd fit in good with the funfair thing. Oh, of course. Like, you know, man versus kangaroo boxing match. Yeah. Yeah. I'd buy a ticket to that, no joke. If a guy was fighting a kangaroo, right? Fair. Fair fight. Oh, I'd, I'd... all money on the kangaroo. Oh, totally. 100%. I'd want to see the drop kicks and all. So, oh well. I think I think we got a little off uh, off track there, but that's okay. I love it. So, once once this is live and we have our photos up, then I would love to see what other people would do. Eight figures, two vehicles. Post the version. Mm-hmm. You know, um, either reply to us or tag us or something. And just. Let's create a hashtag Show for it. Show us your own, yeah. own eight-person eight crew mm-hmm. and why. Yeah. I like that Like all three of us, without even really talking about all three of us, came with like a specific theme mm-hmm. with a name and a reason, which was not part of our plan. It was just like pick eight people and two vehicles and, and roll on, on it. <laughs> I... And none of us picked ninjas which is also odd. Yeah, you know what? It's, I was thinking before beforehand, I was thinking that you know we should make a rule, no snake eyes. But it didn't even have to come to that. It didn't even have to come to that. Well, you know, I was... Uh, and and I, I don't have the figures in front of me, but my son, when I told him what I was doing, he immediately created an, eight, an eight-person squad with two vehicles, and it is Cobra. And yeah. so he was playing with that... But we were on the playground, and we're talking. He, we're talking about as we walk into the playground, and there's some there's some parents in there that appear to be my ageish. So, as he keeps talking, I don't dissuade him at all. Mm-hmm. So we're loudly talking about GI Joe, and I'm doing the I'm doing the old dad joke. All right. So I was thinking like Flint, clean sweep. Deep six, and he's like, "Dad, it's already sub team." Okay, okay, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. What about mm-hmm. Charbroil, Psych Out, uh, Outback, Tomorrow? Dad, that's already a sub team. Okay, okay, okay. And like, none of the parents bit. Nobody said no. anything. Nobody like engaged. And I was like, "All right, I don't care about any of these yeah. playground, playground parents." I was hoping like one of them would be like, "You guys talk about GI Joe?" I, that would become a new friend. Yes, <laughs> I, I um. I agree. I wear my Cobra shirt out a lot, and rarely does somebody point it out. I mean, if I saw somebody wearing it, I would go over immediately and like and try and make friends with them. <clears throat> the closest I got was on Halloween, when the we were at my kid's dentist, and they were asking the kids what they were going to be, and my uh, my youngest daughter said Jinx. She's, she's going to be Jinx for Halloween, which she was. 
and uh, the, the Dennis is like, Jinx, she's like, yeah, from G.I. Joe. He's like, oh, I actually know who that is, right? I'm like, oh, okay, sweet. I like this dentist, right? This is great. And unfortunately, he doesn't dentist anymore. So the one friend I would have made from this is gone. I don't even know where he is. And it's probably kind of creepy to hunt him down just because he knew who a character was. Hey, man. <laughs> so I was heading down to, so I have, like we've talked about this, I have teenage sisters. And my youngest sister just graduated high school uh, over the weekend. Congratulations. And so on my way to the high school for the graduation, I stopped at the gas station real quick, ran inside, grabbed a drink. And as I'm paying, the guy sees my arm and he's like, oh, I've got, uh, he goes, I got the 63rd on my shoulder. And I was like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> and so he was like, yeah, yeah, I still got all my childhood toys. I've got it like a ton of stuff it's all boxed up so it's protected from sunlight or whatever and dust but i just you know i don't actively collect i don't pull it out and i'm like what have you ever thought about trying to move it mm -hmm. you start i'm trying to talk to him and i know that one i'm going to be late if this conversation starts and then there's like a cue yeah force behind me mm -hmm. so i was like all right eric the manager i'm gonna come back <laughs> <laughs> So now I need to find a reason to head to that uh, Chevron yeah. and um, engage in, with Eric, the assistant manager, about his uh, his childhood GI Joes and see if, like, if you're a collector, if you're actively collecting, come join the community, hang out with us. Mm -hmm. If you're not, what are you doing with that stuff? Don't yeah. let us sit in the box. Me and my kid collect. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's what it's like. Uh, it's and I put the word out several places to people who maybe have this stuff laying around i'm like hey if you got it hit me up let me know right like if it's just sitting there collecting dust and you're not doing anything with it come see me you know let's let's talk uh if you ever think about moving it you know i'm your guy i'm like one of those annoying uh real estate agents who's always trying to let you know that if you need to sell a house or buy a house you go see them right they all they want to do is get that house moving for you i've become like that in the area for gi joe so but, and all this is off topic of our eight fans. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, that's yeah. exactly the same. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, seriously, like, put together your eight-man squad. Put it on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Let us know what it is. Let us know why you chose your eight people and your two vehicles. If you have a theme, that's solid. If these are just, like, your favorites, like, that's still cool, right? Mm -hmm. I think my, you know, it's... I want Snake Eyes and Repeater and Destro, and um, that's a good team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just put it together and, and share with us. That's would be a great thing to see, like other people, how they how they conceptualize eight, an eight person team with two vehicles, especially if they can crack the cover code, right? Like Joel, uh, not like my failure. or mine. <laughs> what do you guys think about the hashtag Vipers Eight? that work for you? I like that. Yeah, I, I think that's a good... So, that's so if you guys put put it out there. Um, you can tag us, whatever, or you just throw the hashtag on there, Vipers8. Um, future episode, if we get a bunch of these, we'll, uh, we'll definitely talk about them and, and mention you guys and, and uh, talk about your teams and stuff. Um, but we certainly want to see what you guys come up with. So, um, I That's all for me on this one, unless you guys have anything you need to add tonight. Um... I think uh, I think I'm ready to go downstairs and maybe play with some toys. I'm pretty sure that's what I've worked myself up to right now. <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, I just want to 
exciting news that I bought my plane ticket down to Joe Fest. Nice. And, and my ticket to get into Joe Fest. Awesome. <laughs> so, Jason, you already got yours, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm driving. Uh, we'll have at least one or two cars in the caravan. Um, others if people come through Nashville. And, um, and, and we'll be down there Thursday, I think. Awesome. So, things are in motion. Sweet. And I know we've talked about this. Um, if you see Jason and Joel there, um, I'll just say this on your behalf. Go ahead and say hi. What's up? Fist bumps, right? If you look kind of skeezy or whatever, definitely a fist bump, not a handshake. You know, we want to make sure you're the kind that washes your hands before you shake somebody's hands. So, yeah, um, let's put that little PSA out there for you guys. <laughs> um, I probably won't be there, unfortunately. But I do hope to hit up one of the California shows this year for sure. Because I do need to get a flag. I do need an, an MCC. Um, and I do need a Defiant. Those are three things that I need. My wife feels like maybe I don't know the word, the meaning of the correct meaning of the word need. But I, I, I do need those things. So Sounds legit to me. Yes. See? Yeah. I would consider those a need. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So... On that note, I want to thank everybody for uh, for listening, for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Um, we are working on those uh, um, year by year, getting those edited, just trying to fix up some some sound issues. We want to put it out there nice and clean for you guys. So we appreciate the patience. And if you've been signed on to do a year, um, we will get to you for sure. Um, I'll probably hit you up in in the DMs just to uh, touch base and confirm everything. Um, but we are excited about that. And we will be releasing that stuff. Um, as quickly as possible. So, for now, thanks, and until next time, yo, Joe. Good night. All right, guys. That went fairly smoothly.